the guys found it very interesting that we started the interesting halachas of Antilles Adayim because the uh, idea behind Antilles Adayim is actually very interesting how it developed into something which is an obligation for all of us even though it originally started as a takona for the Kohanim, as we mentioned yesterday. So we spoke also yesterday not only about the origin and the Makoris for Natalis Adayim, but we also spoke about the Gadlas, the wonderful importance and Chashivas of Natalis Adayim. And again, let's make this clear, very, very clear. We are not discussing right now Nagel Vasa in the morning. Nagel Vasa in the morning is a separate discussion, which is for Ruach Ra. Over here, what we're discussing is the Natalis Adayim that a person does before eating bread, what he should do before eating bread. And we spoke yesterday how Chomor it is. So that was yesterday. What we'd like to do today, Be'ez Hashem, is discuss the actual halachas. Because as we said yesterday, that Chazal tell us in many different places, in different forms, that if a person is mazalzel in the Tilas Yadayim, all sorts of bad things can happen. So what does it mean, mazalzel? So we said, what option number one means you didn't wash. Those that eat bread without washing prior to that, that's problematic. And reason number two it could be, or perish number two of Bazalzal, could be that you don't know the halachas properly and not fulfilling the details of the halachas. So today, Be'ez HaShem so you guys are lucky. You're here this morning, and you're going to be learning Hilchus to Tilis Adayim. Today, tomorrow, we'll see how long it takes us, Be'ez HaShem. Not going to be spending too much time on it, because there's a lot of halachas to cover. Be'ez HaShem, you have to get through. So let's start with one halacha. It's very interesting. In Salman Kuf Samach base. The Shaila really is like this. I don't know if you ever heard such a Shaila before. People are sometimes busy with this. Maybe the briskers are maybe more busy than everybody else. But in my it's born down la halacha. And that is like this. Does your hand have to be dry before you wash a tilesedayim for bread? I don't know if you ever noticed this. A guy, again, I'm not, I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just trying to bring up the point. You know, you have a guy that's about to wash his hands and he... You know, before he touches the kois and he yeah, touches the kois and on his other hand he's like... You ever saw such a thing? Yeah. You ever saw it? You know, you ever saw such a thing? Yeah. In Brooklyn, they do these things. You know, they dry their hands before before holding the cup for the day. No, they just just wash. If they were, uh, you do it. You do it. Wow! Poison. Name of revelation. Should we mention it online? I don't know. I, forget about how many times we'll talk about that. But you, you ever saw Moish? You ever saw such a thing? Yeah. You saw such a guy wiping his hand clean before touching it. Is that a requirement? Is that, is that a halacha? Or just like a nice thing to do? Really? Wow, beautiful. You listen to the one at home. That's nice. So I'll tell you, nowhere will you find it. Nowhere. In the Mishnabura. All halakim of the Mishnabura, and especially the seven that deals with it, which is Kibbe Seven Kofsama Face, that nowhere that you find that you have to dry your hands before washing the Tilesudam. It does not say that anywhere whatsoever. Right? It doesn't say that. However, what it does say which is probably the makor for this, of drying the hands, is that if you're using less than an avias of water, which is very small, an avias is less than a cheekful, basically, if you want to just you know, measure it, it's less than what goes in your cheek. It's a very small amount of water. If you're using less than a avias of water, then we're chayshish that hand number one that got washed with tome water because it's less than a avias is going to touch the handle, the other hand's going to touch that handle, and it's going to get Tommy water back on it. And because of that, that's why you have to dry your hand. That's the only thing the Mishnah says in Semakzikot and Memtes and Semakuf Samakbeis. However, Mishnah says if you're using more than a Revius, then there's no problem. Now most of us, when we wash our hands, maybe excluding the time when, we, you know, if you go to the bathroom in the aeroplane, when you've only got one of those small little mouthwash cups. But in a regular situation, you've got a Nagel Vasa cup, 
You've got a Kaylee that has, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten even reveals him in there. I don't know how many, maybe even more. It's a huge thing. And you're pouring it over, even if you're splitting it half, half, or even if you're splitting it quarter, quarter, whatever. At the end of the day, you're using more than reveals. Once you're using more than reveals, there is no obligation to dry your hand beforehand. So for the Mishabura, we have no problem whatsoever with that. However, and this is a big however, there's a Shulchan of the Balatanya. The Balatanya, you know, the one that we didn't say Tachlan for over here. Let's just remember that. Let's put things into perspective. The Balatanya writes in the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. It's also brought down, by the way, in the Chazan Ish, in Simon Chof Dalet, that says that you should dry your hands before the Natila, including the Keli. Right? The handles of the Kli that you are using. Right? The Chazan Ish is Lashon is V'chein Amadva. That's what people do. Interesting. But is there a khiv? Is there an obligation? There's absolutely no, no obligation whatsoever, especially if you're using more than a revias. Now, this is an interesting shine. This is very nagaya. Especially when you're lining up in a yeshiva or in a home or in your own house, whatever it is, you're, 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 you're lining up to wash the tilisidayim. And it can be sometimes you wash the tilisidayim and you touch somebody else's hands. You're passing him the keili, passing him the towel, and you by mistake touch his hand. Is that a problem or is that not a problem? That, that's the Shaila. So Moshe again, Mishabura deals with this. Mishabura says that even, one, even a person that washed twice with revias, if you touch somebody else, your hands become tome and therefore need to be dried, washed again without a bracha. Because while they are wet and they touch somebody else's hands who didn't wash their hands yet, this is very nagaya, happens very often, then they have to be washed again. Well, first dried, washed again, and then, because again, we're holding by Tommy, because the water becomes Tommy. Now, Shulchan Harav holds that it does not become Tommy if you washed with Revis. Some don't machalip into one and the other, so it's unclear what we do. So, Lamaisa, again, it seems from the Mishabur, what we should do is, is you should wash your hands again. Okay, so if you do wash your hands, and as you're about to take the towel, the guy who gives you the towel, you touch his fingers, you touch his hand, he hasn't yet washed his hands, you should dry your hand, wash it again, and without a bracha. That's a very important thing. Okay, let's move on. Okay, but why? Shulchan Haral seems to say, even though Grazi said it in Siddur, he doesn't say it. He says that if you use more than a revius, then you're okay. But Mishra seems to say not that way. So, you should do it. Anyway, it's without a bracha, so why not? Rabbi, so I want to tell you, I don't know how many people here know this, but again, we said if a person wants to be rich, I imagine most people here one day want to be rich. I'm assuming, is that correct? <clears throat> Come on, you got two cars outside the front, you know, just the whole, at the driveway. You need, you need that money. Chazal tell us this is the way to get money. Not going to business. That might be the ishtablis you have to do for the Rabbani Shalom to give it to you. But if you want the siyata dishmaya for the Rabbani Shalom to give you money, this is it right here. Chazal, for you. If anyone argues that is an apikos in the midst of speech, I should know about him. So, my sister, the Chazal tell us if you want to become rich, you have to be careful and tell us a dime. I'll give you an example. This halacha right now that we're going to say. Most people don't know this. The Ramah, in Simakuf Samach base, for those that are not familiar, see base, talks about the exact procedure of Natila Sedaim. And the Ramah says that what you need to do is, after you wash your hands, what is the next thing you do after washing the hands? The literal pouring the water over it. What do we do? Put the keli down. Put the keli down. Okay, okay, fine. After putting the keli down, what do we do? Somebody help me out over here, please. No, no. Somebody help me out that knows what they're talking about, please. Anybody? I don't, I'm, I'm asking a very simple question. You guys are how old? 
18, 19, 20, 21, 22, whatever it is, you've been doing this dying for a number of years and you have no idea. This is embarrassing. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for it. You don't know what to do next? I mean, are you going to get married on a shirt that your wife's going to take you to a restaurant and see how you wash your hands until it's time? Because in seminary, she learned how to do these things and she wants to know if her husband, who's busy learning the Saktas Bob Metzir all day long, has a clue about until it's time. Anybody with me? What's the next thing we do? This is the Ramah. I'm not telling you Zoyas. I'm telling you Zoyas. You have to do something. I'm telling you Ramah. This is how Ashkenazim Paskin. This is what we do. This is how we live. This is the code of Jewish law. So what is that code? Wow. It's okay what I said. Most people don't know. Don't feel bad about it. That's the truth. Shifshof. Huh? No. Ramah says you do this. You rub your hands together. It's not a new one. It's the Ramah. We went to the Kaver. Shemir Rachim. Like the new one. You know, you ever, you ever went to benching and a guy says he works in Shaliva, you know, the Balabais, the Brach of the Balabais, and hear someone else saying, oh wow, that's a, that's a new modern thing in the Zemiris. They just came up with this. Like, oh, it's a Gemara in Brachas. Really? It's a Gemara? I thought that's like a, it's a new modern thing that you have to bench the Balabais when you bench. It's a Gemara. Forget modern things. But boy said, it's a Ramah that says this. And that's how you do it. Poshup Shah. So now Baruch Hashem, you'll be able to get married. So that's what the Ramah says. The reason that the Ramah says to do it is because you're meant to remove any dirt. Especially if there's any dirt there. So washing your hands might get the water, might loosen it. But to, in order to remove the actual dirt, you've got to, got to give a rub. That's how you have to do it. To Mufush Ramah, Rabbi Sai, your wife will be very, very impressed. She's gonna th- you guys are going to thank me one day. Anyway. So, that's what the Ramah says to do. Now, I do have to tell you, and this is important, because I did over-exaggerate slightly. Although, not really. The Mishavur says, it's not Ma'akiv, it's Lechatchela. Which means, Bidi Ebed, if you want to live a Bidi Ebed existence, then you don't have to do it. And if you didn't do it, it's not Ma'akiv, and until this time works, and your Motsi works, and you'll probably get somewhere in Ganeda and somewhere along the lines. But if you want to live a Lechatchela Jew, and be a real Jew, who does things up Piyalacha, that's what the Ramah says to do, and that's what a person should do. And that's why it's a very, very important thing. What about drying your hands? Is there a halacha that you have to dry your hands often until it's a dime? Or is it just, practically speaking, I need to dry my hands? You're going to guess the one that you didn't know because you're going to figure that it must be that one, right? What? In the Chalamet, that's what I said a minute ago. If you touch wet things in your tummy, but let's say I'm not going to touch anything. I'm fine, I'm walking down the, you know, I'm walking from, from the dining room, I'm not touching no one. Is there, is there a din of, of drying hands or practically speaking you have to dry hands because otherwise it gets wet you get chapped skin and then whatever huh probably there is no <laughs> okay so the mindset like this it's very very important so drying your hands and we'll talk about the bracha as well in a minute uh, maybe we'll you know, maybe we'll mention you know we'll mention the bracha first only because it's in that, in that order um, very very interesting um, okay uh, there is a, I want to mention one thing. I'll pick up all of it. Is it in Higbia, by the way? We're holding your hands. Are you ever sort of, you know, washed hands like this? Dafka, like in this direction, so it flows down. In case it flows that way, you don't want it to get tommy, so you do it up that way. That's already our Pikabola, so I'm not going to, you know, you know, money for that one. Drying your hands in the bracha. So when do we make the bracha? Remind me. We wash our hands. Then the bracha. Okay. So the bracha is made after the natila. Um, not like normal mitzvah that the bracha is made right before. Really, I should make the bracha before washing my hands, no? Because if the mitzvah is Natilis Sadaim, then I should be making the bracha before I do the Natilis Sadaim. Is that correct? What's that? Okay, okay. Slight different reasons, but okay. 
different reasons, but the idea is that we make the bracha, we always say this, over la siyasan. Over the siyasan means right prior before doing the mitzvah. Before the performance of the mitzvah, then we recite the bracha. The most common example where this is emphasized in a tremendous way is by Dalit Minim. When it comes to Dalit Minim, we know, and I'm not going into the sugya now, I have to hold the esrug upside down in order that I make the bracha and then flip it up so that my bracha is made immediately before being mekan the mitzvah. Tefillin Shalyad, for example, you don't put the Tefillin Shalyad as it's going up, make the bracha, because obviously that's over the over, and you probably not yet, you have to make another bracha. We're talking about you put the place, put it on the mokhaim, then you make your bracha, and then you tighten, because that the mitzvah is the kshira, and therefore you want to make the bracha right for the kshira. Someone makes the bracha as the Tefillin Shalyad is going up, Mishabur holds it's not yotza, make a bracha. And you didn't make a brock on your tefillin, so you're in trouble for everything. So forget about it. So just put the tefillin on the place of the mocker that's meant to be once on the mocker, only then tie it. Again, it's not a tefillin right now, but we get the idea. So really, the bracha should be made on the natila before the natila, because I'm making bracha on the day, right? And therefore, if I'm doing on the day, I should make a bracha on the day and then wash my hands. But again, the reason that we're not going into this moment of time, especially because your hands may not be clean at that time, and therefore you don't want to make a bracha when, you, when your hands are not clean, we make the bracha after the washing, but before the drying. So that basically tells us, that hint alone is enough to tell us that the drying is a chilek of the mitzvah. Because otherwise I'm not making the bracha after the mitzvah. It's a chilek of the mitzvah, which we'll get to in a moment. That's very, very, very important. Now the bracha is, should be made before or after the shift shift that we mentioned from the Ramah. So the chayodon paskins that the bracha is made after the shift shift before drying your hands. The Shulchan Aruch HaRav in Sidon Atil Sadaim says that the first you make the bracha and then you do the shift shift and then you do the drying. So different ways that you do it. It doesn't make a difference really whichever one you pick over there. One last thing Rabbi Isai. And that is like this. The halacha is, and again, this is all, again, as I said, this is Nagea because from the bracha, from the sieve that you made the bracha after the tiller, before the drying, it means that the drying is the chilek of the mitzvah, and until you've dried your hand, you haven't finished the mitzvah. Right? So again, don't forget to talk about aeroplanes, but that's why it could be Nagea too as well. So, Lemaisa, what do we do? So, the Shulchan says in Simakufn al Ches, what's the halacha when it comes to drying? So, it's very, very important to dry your hands. The Gemara tells us what happens if a person eats bread with wet hands. Shem Yerachim, what can happen to such a person? But our component is Paskin Shulchan that a person has to dry hands. Drying your hands after washing is a chalik of the mitzvah. What's the reason? Okay, and with this we're going to end. Number one. The Beis Yosef brings one reason why you have to wash your hands. And he says, number one, that the first water you pour on your hands is Tomei. Even though, um, even though you poured it and therefore it's come off whatever it is, I want to remove that Tomei water from my hands. I've got Tomei water in my hands, I want to remove it. A pu'ula, an action of removing it is required, and that's why drying your hands is very important. That's what the Beis Yosef says. The Marishal, the Yamshal Shloim, and the Marishal, Tainas, that they, actually he Tainas that if a person doesn't wash his, wipe his hands, dry his hands after the washing, it's called Mos, it's disgusting. Again, it's all based on the Gemara and Soito Daftalad, Rashi, but they talks about it, but Marishal passed in that way, the Halacha like that, Rashi, and Soito Daftalad, and therefore because of that, a person has to do a pu'ula of washing his hands. According to that, would it be enough to use a machine that they have nowadays, the hot air machine that they put in many places, that you put your hand, nowadays, nowadays it's fancy, you put your hand in, in the olden days, like we have over here, it comes out from the top and you put your hand underneath it. Is there an Indian of using that or is that not being yoitza, the din of drying your hands? In other words, if we're saying you need a pu'ula, as a chilek of the mitzvah, of wiping, of drying your hands, is that machine yoitza your chiv or not yoitza your chiv? Have a think about it, and we'll do it by Ezra Shem tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.